0: Thanks for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more programs, visit BrumRadio.com.
1: Imagine yourself as one of the crew of this faster-than-light spaceship of the future, sharing their curiosity to know the unknown, their tension, their readiness for inconceivable adventure.
0: Baffling questions, astounding questions, that not even the world's greatest scientific minds can answer. Computers now
2: have primary control of critical vehicle functions. And we have made it. You are listening to Geeky Brummy. Hello and welcome to the Geeky Brummy podcast with myself, Mr. Ryan Parrish. joining me, Mr. Keith Bloomfield. Hello, sir. Mr. Guy, <sighs> there that, That's how we all feel when you come into the room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I aroused you. <laughs> oh.
2: And behind the desk, Mr. Callandate. Hello.
1: All right. What's up? How have we been? this stop. week they're
2: <laughs> 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 you're not on EastEnders <laughs>
1: I'm auditioning for EastEnders
2: <laughs> Keith how are you this week I'm very well thank you very
0: much for asking mm-hmm. all good no illnesses no body parts have
2: fell off what's the funniest thing you've seen this week <laughs> <laughs> come
0: go on first seconds ago quick quick go on. I don't know what the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen uh, the, 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 the face of um, Zardos in a piece of bread.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just
2: made that up. I didn't really happen. But God, he might have done. what's the funniest thing that happened to you this week?
3: Uh, nothing happened to me, but uh, little sister Alice son, uh, sent a message into a family group saying that she just saw a woman talking to herself at the bus stop and then she pulled an egg out of her bag and chucked it on the floor.
1: do we know why she threw an egg on the floor?
3: Uh, I, I wouldn't hmm? imagine Alice would have asked that question. She probably was quite freaked out.
1: Maybe she thought she was at the end of a fringe. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I will. I will inquire more about the egg and get back to you with maybe details was, when I see Alice.
1: Maybe it's one of those things where it's like you know when a day's really hot and like you see like a, a footage of people online like cooking stuff it's on the sidewalk. Eggs. Yeah. Like if she thought that if she threw the egg, the egg might cook on the ground.
2: Nah. No. Alan, <laughs> what's the funniest thing you've seen this week? Himself in
3: the mirror.
1: Beat me to it. I was going <laughs> to make the same joke about you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he looked at that picture of him sat on the. On the Chuckled to himself.
2: Do you know what amused me this week? And I, I know I, I should laugh. yourself in the mirror. No, <laughs> I know I should laugh, but it was quite amusing. A small child running into a glass cabinet. And
1: that's perfectly <laughs> acceptable to laugh at. How did that happen? It
3: just—it was a kid. It. It. How that? Not defined.
2: There was a small. There was a small child running at full pace. You know when they go like <laughs> yeah. super yeah. fast, and all you heard was a.
3: <laughs> was and, this in uh, uh, real life?
2: It was yeah. And then all we heard was yeah. <laughs> It's like Oh He's kind of injured himself But it was still Slightly amusing The way just Straight in No pause, No break Nothing Glass
1: Aww.
0: doors are evil
2: They're, they're horrible
1: A Ball Did you laugh at him? I I hope so
2: I didn't do Nelson and Just stand over him With my finger out Going
1: "Ah, Uh, Why not "Ah, You should have done I
2: had a sensible Little chuckle And walked away
1: Uh, I don't know What's (laughs) more insulting There Well there's already Kids His
2: parents Were surrounding him And picking him off Off the floor Did his parents
3: Give you a dodgy (laughs) look (laughs) Look Off the floor (laughs) (laughs) Like with a spade
2: I had my chuckle I left I did my thing and I felt bad for it afterwards. Don't feel bad. And then I laughed. No, they they're,
1: they're, they're very indestructible, you know. But, like, it teaches them to be more careful from, in the future. Callum was obviously
3: dropped on his head numerous times as a child. <laughs> He's turned out relatively okay, so... I mean, Apart cle- from his
1: ego. Clearly not. I'm cl- choosing to spend this time with you guys, so there's clearly something wrong with uh, me. Well, you do have a slightly squashed face, so I guess that happened.
3: Alright,
2: while I separate these two in the unit, it's time to move along to weird news. Yeah. Weird News. All right, before we get into weird news, Callan, you have a revelation. You and your girlfriend have combined record collection together.
3: We have, yes. Oh, that is risky.
1: Why is it what? risky?
2: Alright, starts off, what did you bring to the table?
1: So I brought to the table some Rod Stewart, <sighs> which you got from the discount for a yes. pound, quite clearly. He was giving In it my disco. Yeah, quite clearly, they just wanted to get that out the door. <laughs> some Rod Stewart. Some Barry Manilow. Oh, right. which Manilow? I can't remember. The I greatest think, hits oh, yeah, of probably. The <laughs> hits, <yeah. laughs> um, straight out of Compton. N.W.A. I mean, that's a, that's a leap, isn't it? That's yeah.
3: stratospheric.
1: I mean, my stratosoph- music. Mi- I can't
3: say that
2: word. Stratospheric.
1: Stratospheric. My music tasted very diverse. Um, I've got what else? Do we have Whatever. On? Your H&M had on after that <laughs> <laughs> week. Whatever h and I don't on after. Uh, yes. Um, some Biggie. And like their personal like, friend You call me Big Papa. That's what Pers- Callan says to his girlfriend. Personal
2: friends now. It's not Biggie Smalls uh, to Callan It's just Biggie. Me, <laughs> me and Biggie, we hung out back in the day when I was on uh, my little tri- my little tiny trikes. Uh,
1: a American country band called Florida Georgia Line. Right. Like I'm not, not going to lie, <laughs> that
3: sounds atrocious.
1: And um, something you described as what sounds like electronic hipster rubbish, uh, a band called Churches, yeah. which are really good. Yeah. Um,
3: okay, so what's your girlfriend got then? Right. Let's compare
1: here. Cal- gonna-
2: Callan hasn't revealed his collection of Westlife, Bewitched and Boys <laughs> <laughs> at this point.
1: Right, so that's what I brought to the table. What she brought to the table was a couple of Ed Sheeran, no, that's okay, yeah. No, but I, I'd
3: expect that from someone within Callum's age bracket to own Ed Sheeran Records.
2: Still a glorified busker, but yep.
1: we'll move on. Um, some Fallout Boy. Uh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah.
2: It's, it's expected of this generation.
1: Panic at the Disc Guy. Mm-hmm. This is like this most of the here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very basic. Um, and I th- there was a few others I can't remember, um, and that band, um, Paramore. So she's an emo then. Yes. One
3: like mainstream. I mean, to be fair, the she's got the better collection. Though. It's an emo pop. How, do, how does she have the better collection? Oh, it's you more, more consistent. Rob Stewart and Barry Manley. Yeah, it's more consistent. You've, got, you've kind of like you've kind of gone by like what's uh, what's been available that business. week. Yeah, like, <laughs> for, like what you what, what you could afford and what was on offer with your cards. <laughs>
0: I do like the fact that it just sounds like between them they've still only got about 12 records. <laughs> <laughs> so using a crossly record player. It's
3: maybe oh, maybe, maybe one a... hell of a DJ set. <laughs> it might be
1: about 16. At
3: the Copa, Copa. No, it's time for a bit of NWA. <laughs> and here's another hit from Paramore.
2: I think it's time for some actual weird news now. Right, I've selected three news stories for us this week. One is from theregister.co.uk. British egg producers saddened by Google salad emoji update. <laughs> no, okay. One from USA Today Fire Department rescues a big fluffy dog Who got tired on a hike and just couldn't go on Aww. Was it a dog or was it a bear? It was a dog <laughs> And from Dexatero.com IKEA is set to enter the esports market With new furniture line
1: what? I assume it's just providing like the chairs for them, like IKEA branded chairs, like a to sit on. <laughs> Who, Who's them? <laughs> like the competitors. Yes. Right.
2: Right. Which one do we want first? Do we want eggs, doggos, or IKEA? Doggy. IKEA. IKEA.
1: Should we do IKEA first? Should we do IKEA and then doggies?
2: Yes. Furniture giant IKEA have then announced they're partnering with Area Academy and Unique to produce a line of sports-related products. On June the seventeenth. June the 17th. I've got into the future. June the 7th, it was announced that the Swedish founded IKEA will be entering the esports market with their own line of gaming centric furniture in association with Area Academy, an educational activities company and 3D design company, Unique. With esports growing around the world. Yeah, with, each, with the esports world growing on what appears to be a daily basis, companies are trying to get their best to get in and the action involved in the enormous market of individuals on a worldwide scale. The three companies will work together to design the best furniture suited furniture for gamers, with Tommy Potty Ingemarson, CEO of Area Academy, mentioning how they will attempt to adhere to all ages, body types, and other factors in regards to comfort. When designing for esports players, one remember that a gamer is just not a youth. Many people who play are actually in their 30s.
3: idea. When did that become a bad thing? (laughs) That seems like
1: they're like That seems like Oh my god they're in the 30s They can't be playing games Can I ask Do you all feel shamed For your age now Based on this article I feel really? shamed
0: I'm yeah, still trying m- to get over The fact the bloke's name
2: is Potty <laughs> I
3: feel shamed That I hang out with someone As infantile as you Yes the idea, Ryan this,
2: the idea of this And cooperation with Unique Is that you can scan your body And customise the furniture For each individual Users can also adjust colour And an appearance
1: This sounds overkill
2: Yes Ingmarson, a former Counter-Strike Global Offensive player and co-founder that's not a thing and that co- is not a thing co-founder oh. of Ninjas in Pyjamas
4: that, that <laughs> is not a thing
2: went on to state how it spent years using a kitchen chair while gaming and how the correct piece of furniture is crucial for long hours of playtime
3: well, hang on mate. what's wrong with a kitchen chair you have Post posture sitting on a cr- well, kitchen chair well, if you we ask ha- me we
2: have a quote from him which goes into the kitchen chair debacle I spent several years sitting on a kitchen chair when I started playing and it was not very good the furniture is a big part of everyday life for an esports player and using the wrong furniture can damage both your back and your posture
3: well do you know what don't be such a cheapskate and get yourself a sofa yes so go down some- local charts so and get one
2: There's no date of when this venture will be released but it will be released sometime in the future.
3: This venture will never take place. The venture will never
1: happen. It's a pointless endeavour. I I feel like this would be one of those things that just falls through. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Are we ready for the doggo story? From USA Today. Joel Shannon.
3: Keith? Joel Shannon? You having it?
0: I'm I'm still stuck on potty. <laughs> are
1: we sure? Are we sure it's Joel Shannon? Isn't so is Joel and still Shannon still learning.
0: <laughs> well, I was I was waiting for the I was waiting for the revelation of they're going to make it easier for gamers by making an a, a, a electronic commode for everybody oh, to use. I was thinking of
2: the uh, South Park World of Warcraft
3: episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, time for the doggo story. Fire department rescues a big fluffy dog who got tired on a hike and just couldn't go on.
3: Is there a picture of the dog?
2: Yes, there is. <laughs> Kato is a five-year-old, 120-pound Great Pyrenee who went for a hike this weekend in Evergreen, Colorado. Kato got tired and probably a little bit di- dehydrated. He needed some help. So Cato's owner Everga- phoned Evergreen Fire Rescue about a mile away from Maxwell Falls Trailhead on Sunday. That's where Cato decided he was done with his hike. The department said they were very happy to help. We heard Dog in distress and a bunch of us showed up. Stacy Martin, public information officer of Evergreen Fire Department, told KUSA TV, Denver. When the department arrived, she said Kato was exhausted and couldn't get up but was still alert. He needed some help, she said. Martin said Cato looked grateful to see his rescuers, just like most human patients do when the fire department arrives. She said the fire department used the same device to carry Cato that they used to transport other hikers. It's pretty much a wheelbarrow with a thingy on it yeah. <laughs> a wheelbarrow he's a, with, lazy a wheelbarrow he. with a dog on it yeah it's pretty much <laughs> he's lazy <laughs> the trail that took a Cater out is a tough one Martin said it's got some ups and downs steep parts. it's a workout <laughs> Martin said the family will not have to pay for the rescue before evergreen to fire is made up exclusively of volunteers we chose to help animals Martin says doesn't matter if it's a horse stuck in the mud owls that fall out of the nest this is something the community supports
3: I mean, let, let's face it. That dog was mugging them off, right? <laughs> he yeah.
2: was just done. He was like, I'm having a nap now. Yeah, what it's was? just like, I want to <laughs> sleep. Carry <laughs> oh, you me. Know, I want
3: to sleep. And I'll get... I'll get <laughs> it's that. <feel> like <laughs> a dog. Like a sultan being brought down the mountain. I <laughs> just imagine the dog thinking, carry me.
2: <laughs> carry me now. I am done. <sighs> Martin said it's not... Un- uh, the National Park Service has a number of tips for dog owners who want to go hiking with that dog. Among them, make sure your dog is fit for a hike and up to date of vaccinations.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, bring, fat dogs.
2: <laughs> bring extra water and snacks. Your dog will be hungry and thirsty after the exercise.
1: I mean, they did say that the dog looked dehydrated. Did she just not give the dog anything to drink? Like, I don't know.
2: He just He's a lazy dog.
1: I mean, she just sounds uncourteous. <laughs> I've known this
3: to happen because uh, Instagram maxi underscore the <laughs> underscore cockapoo is known to sometimes just sit down, not want to move, and gets picked up and walked around. So. Yeah, but that's because he's
2: the size of a small teddy bear. This this th- this dog is the size of a very large teddy bear. <laughs> it's a hundred and twenty pounds of dog. <laughs> that's that's some hefty beast. All right, Shall we talk about Google Egg Salad emoji update?
1: I mean, it's pretty simple, isn't it?
0: You can talk about this. Yes. I'm struggling here because I didn't even know there was an egg salad emoji.
1: I've never seen it, to be honest.
2: Yes. Won't somebody think of the chickens? <laughs> the underscore uh, of life. Uh, uh, This is from Andrew Orlowski on the UK. Keith, name it's, verdict.
3: It's, yes.
2: it's all going wrong here. British egg producers have expressed disappointment at the removal of the oval-shaped favourite from the Sorry. Google salad emoji.
3: Can I just stop you there? Did they say expressed? Yeah. say <laughs> express. Expressed. Right. Oh, they missed the pun there.
2: Yes, the UX manager for Google emoji, Den- Jennifer Daniel confirmed the change in a tweet. The now egg-free salad is more vegan-friendly and therefore more inclusive, Daniel explained. Oh, uh, Right, so, When you
3: looked at me then. But, like, the way the mic reflects on your glasses, you looked cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> you freaked me out.
2: Right, so they have embedded the tweet from Jennifer Daniel. And she's got the poop emoji in her hand. So she's got Jennifer poop emoji volcano. <laughs>
0: so an imaginary egg yes. in a digital icon. Has yes. had, has been removed to make it more vegan friendly. Yes.
1: I'm sorry. Okay.
2: I'll read the tweet to you here. Yeah, okay. There's big talk about inclusion and diversity at Google, so if you need any evidence that Google is making this first priority, may I da- direct you to the attention to the salad emoji? We remove the egg in Android P. Beta 2, and this makes a more inclusive vegan salad.
3: Stop looking directly at me. It's fr- that, is, <laughs> that is freaking me out. What, move that mic. I, that is. <laughs> oh, no, I can't deal with that. I can't
2: deal with that. I'm going to move it slowly towards Thank
3: the side. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: putting egg in a salad anyway, vegan or not, is a crime against food. No, it's really. not. It is when you bring it, it to the office and you open that.
2: Oh. B- open it up for the first oh. time. There's, there's,
0: there's, there's only with. a couple of ways that eggs should be eaten. Uh, as an omelette. Yeah. Uh, fried, poached, fried, with and bacon, hard-boiled. Sausage. Scrambled scrambled yeah that's, that's, that's okay but it should never be mashed up with mayonnaise and put between bread yes it should or yes, sliced should. up and put into it, salad
2: it should be sl- It should be mashed up and put in a sandwich with mayonnaise if you're not going to speak to anybody or be near anybody at the time of consumption <laughs> if you're a hermit that lives in a cave <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, an, office it's it, an office crime it's an
3: office crime that lived, I
2: agree with it lives with broccoli and stilton soup <laughs> these, these are things that should not be consumed in confined environments with other people no Perhaps anticipating some sarcastic press coverage, which duly arrived, Daniel added a justification. Just want to clarify that the goal of salad emoji redesign is to create an image more faithful to Unico's description. A bowl of healthy salad containing lettuce, tomato and other salad items such as cucumber. Bon appetit.
1: That is the most boring sounding salad. There's no dressing on it. No sort of flavouring. Yes. Ugh.
2: The British Egg Industry Council, which I want to have a seat on because that just sounds like this. A lot. You could just imagine them all turning up in their robes for the British Egg Industry Council, which represents British egg producers. Express disappointment. There you go. There's the Egg Express.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yes, they got it.
3: yeah.
0: I'm, oh. just, I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I'm sorry to put in, but I've just googled what the salad emoji is, is. I can't say I've ever seen it, but you could have just said it's a it's an egg out of a packet of Haribo, because <laughs> it's just an indeterminate circle with a bit of yellow in the middle. Yeah.
2: Um, are the people at Google cracking up we completely understand vegans choose not to eat eggs but in the UK egg sales are almost up 5% and many people love them so it seems a shame for the majority to be missing out due to concern for offending one group a spokesperson from the British Egg Information Service told us British Egg Information Service <laughs> I'm going to find them on Twitter uh, do, do you think they have like a Twitter running <laughs> oh, no. uh, One of those ticker tape running at all times <laughs>
4: In
2: April Apple removed the Replaced universal symbol for a gun with a water pistol And Twitter and Google and Microsoft Followed suit oh, As God our self. online and offline world becomes more complex and grim Emoji designers are creating the be- Kind of beautiful utopia we can only Dream about
3: can I replace all pictures of Callum Danes online with a poo emoji? No. Oh.
2: There's lots and lots of comments. There's 144 comments on this You society. don't
3: need to know what these people have got to say.
2: Yes. It's just, yes. Go and read the article on the register.co.uk to read the comments.
3: But that was it for Weird News for this week. Oh. It's back by popular demand. News. Keith, give me an ident. I've
0: forgotten his name. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching the McFadden's. McFadden watch. <laughs> I don't know what that was. McFadden.
1: McFaddy, faddy, fadden. So, to anybody who didn't get McFadden, it from the title.
0: McFadden. Only McFadden's McFadden. watch. Uh, their stars on TV. And they live by the canal that sometimes calls the Thames Estuary. You, you,
1: you ruined my beautiful Black Beauty McFadden comp. <laughs> I didn't expect that kind of intro. So,
3: can you explain what this is? Yeah, it's some like news about what Steve McFadden, Mr. A.K. Phil Mitchell from EastEnders, is up to.
2: It's been a while since we invited Mr. McFadden into our podcast.
3: He ain't done anything for a while. Steve's been keeping it on the down Obviously, he was big on town though because he had Panto season, so there was a lot of interest in Steve over the Christmas period when we were at high point McFadden watch. Yes, but he's obviously just gone back to the set and filmed as Phil. He even Ken watch on down because he left Birmingham. Yes, so. um He's back. He's back. What's he been up to? So, basically, you know a little bit about his story, but um, Steve is doing a signing, a club, and he's charging £2 per selfie. I think
2: he's been on on tour to provincial nightclubs as a a celebrity guest, and he's charging £2 per selfie image with Mr. McFadden. I'd
3: pay that to get a picture with Phil Mitchell, you know. Keith, would you? No. It's £2. (laughs) Someone's too shiny British. I don't think I'd even
2: bother queuing up. (laughs) If if he signs it as well, that's worth it.
3: I
1: think in a nightclub,
3: yeah. But this is the headline that caught my attention regarding the £2 selfies. Police fear alcohol-fuelled chaos if Moo Moo opens late for Phil Mitchell visit. Temporary extension to licensing hours of Steve McFadden is to make a guest appearance.
2: First thing, Moo Moo.
3: Yeah, Moo Moo. That's where he's appearing.
2: As in the Homer Simpson dress episode movement.
3: So, police are objecting to an application by a Derby nightclub to stay open an extra hour to coincide with a guest appearance by EastEnders actor Steve McFadden, better known as Phil Mitchell. The objection letter to the, uh, the, objection letter to the application for a temporary event notice by Moo Moo Club Rooms in St. James's Street, St. James Street states that Derbyshire police have concerns that it could cause unwanted alcohol-fueled antisocial behaviour and crime and disorder into the early hours of the morning. The nightclub has applied for an extension... Uh, for, me, uh, for the meet-and-greet event. PC... I'm not going to say his name. It's the view of the police that with, uh, uh, that this notice, if granted without suitable and adequate safeguards, which cannot be enforced without the intervention of Derby City Council Licensing Committee, could cause disorder on what is anticipated to be a busy weekend. It can be reasonably expected that the high proportion of customers attending the premises at 3am already or likely will become drunk, which causes elevated issues with crime disorder, whether they gain entry to the premises or not. I mean... That's a little extreme for a signing for Phil Mitchell, right?
2: They're, they are beginning with yeah. McFadden here. Like, the,
3: I mean, like, like the very sight of Steve McFadden prompts violence in a person. <laughs> like, easy Stenders, not man. I've got to go smash a bin through a window.
2: Never, never since the Great Riot of two thousand and two, due to Ross Kemp, has there been <laughs> such. A... I
3: mean, like, I can imagine Ross Kemp putting the fear of like violence out there. Like, you know, Grant was a proper habit, but Phil, I mean.
0: I have I do I am tempted to stay up really late now and watch Sky News to just to see if it kicks off and <laughs> it's just there suddenly.
3: The great McFadden
0: alcohol, riots. Alcohol uh inflamed rioting <laughs> has started off outside <laughs> Moomoo's. Spiel <Beal> fans
2: <laughs> <laughs> descend
0: uh, on the other
3: end. <laughs>
2: I've got nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the East End of Wars on the street. Mo comes down from the uh, the hill.
0: Some bloke kicked off cause he couldn't use his old pound coins to pay for it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, like someone's like really getting angry. Like, I didn't get my McFadden into the art- uh, autograph. God. Do you know what? We should turn up, though. Try and pay two pounds and try and get an ident from Steve McFadden. <laughs> get him to do his own ident from McFadden watch. M- watch. Where was it again? McFadden Darn- Watch. Where was it again? Derby.
2: Moo Moo Nightclub.
3: Okay. I mean, Canon. I'm not. I'm Seriously, I'm not going to go and queue and get a picture of Steve McFadden for two pounds. Why not? Because he could probably buy a picture of Steve McFadden signed on eBay for two pounds. So yeah, would save it's effort, i saving the effort. I would not have to meet Steve McFadden. I mean, he's a bald bloke with a beard at the end of the day. He's great because he, you know, do you remember when he couldn't get, couldn't get, he missed the fish market and he was good, you know? I could talk to him about that, but he's a bald bloke with a beard and a soap.
2: You can talk to him about his sweet ride, his moped. (laughs)
3: <laughs> i've missed mcfadden watch, and i'm glad that like i'm glad that like steve mcfadden has that much of an impact on society that the police are generally worried riots are going to happen as a result you should him. go
0: and see him and ask him what uncharacteristically unhard film has he been to see recently <laughs> with his kids <laughs> yeah, never- steve i hear that you were recently spotted in a screening of frozen <laughs> that's uncharacteristically hard
1: Oi! We need to see what his review of My Little Pony was because we never got to find out what he thought of that. I imagine it was Oi!
2: <laughs> What's this clip trip?
3: <laughs> I imagine Steve battle listens to this show like Oh, they're mocking me again! <laughs> not mocking you, Steve. We're just mocking the concept of a riot in your, in your, on your behalf. I
0: genuinely believe that EastEnders is not a documentary. And Steve McFadden is nothing like the character he portrays on, f- on screen. And he's
2: actually just a big softy on the inside. I can <laughs> who
0: you shouldn't take on a hike without enough water.
2: <laughs> I can imagine it's like that film with Jim Carrey, which I can't remember the name of. But one of the characters in the EastEnders, this is their real life. They get up every day on the EastEnders. Oh, the Truman the Show. Truman Show. Yes. <laughs> the McFadden <laughs> one, Show. <laughs> like Stacey gets up every morning, and for her it's real life. She goes to Walthamstow tube to get to work. <laughs> that would be so funny. between studios. No,
3: that that is that is what Ian Beale's life is. That, that's why he's been in the soap for so long because he can't leave, isn't it? That is his life.
2: <laughs> it's like Ken on Coronation Street. It's like it's like control experiments.
3: Like he like he leaves out the back of the door of the Vic one day and he just like people are just here like. Oh my god, Ian! You made it, Ian! And he's like, oh my former name was Adam. No, 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 it's Ian! It's
2: Ian! <laughs> <laughs> he just gently closes the door behind. Yeah,
3: just like, I'll happily live here, thank you. I
2: <laughs> own a chip shop
3: here. Yeah, it's like ten days later, then it finishes, and they are like, alright should we put Emma Dowell on? <laughs> what are
0: the opening hours to Ian's chip shop?
3: I don't, Ian doesn't own a chip shop anymore. It's doesn't a cafe. Yeah. is it a cafe? He
0: owns
2: Kef's Kef.
0: Because I've, I've noticed a horrifying trend of chip shops not being open after half past nine. <laughs> And this is a bit of a concern for me. Sometimes I work late or I'm at chip shop edition. And you go, oh, I really fancy a bag of chips on the way home. But all the chip shops are closed. And all you've got open are fries. And now, I know some people out there will swear by a fry. But for me, a fry <laughs> a is no fry. substitute for a good chip, particularly on a cold winter's evening, when you want that kind of, a, just that, that kind of like when you've got it in your mouth and, you, and it's, it's just too hot and there's steam what, coming out of what it. What I oh. never
2: understand is when they open for lunchtime in the week, and they're like in a really residential area. It's like, who goes to a chip shop on a Tuesday afternoon when the nearest like employment place is at least a mile away?
1: Well, if you're like just live local and you just want some fresh chips,
3: we'll just wait till the evening and just have a sandwich. You don't need chippy chips for lunch. That's not a thing.
1: <laughs> chippy chips for lunch is a thing. Oh, no, can go, go and eat your midnight. Anyway, corns. going back to what <laughs> Keith was saying. That is breakfast for Callum. <laughs> going back to what Keith was saying. No, I think we're on. To, I think you're on to something, Keith, because like. Whenever I want a coffee as well, I find that coffee places always close really early as well. It's because people
3: have lives, Callan.
0: But the thing is, I, I can make a cup of coffee on my own. Making it, making a nice batch of deep-fried <laughs> yeah, lovely if... chips is a bit more difficult to do at home. Like, you can't
2: you can't do home fries in the oven.
3: It's good to have a watch back. If you've got any steam fadden news you want to let send us know... Send it, it you... to
2: guy at geekyroomy.com. And <laughs> we'll all, all ignore that email.
0: <laughs> and we will send you a postal order... By return mail, if you send him a picture from this Steve McFadden signing, he would love one. you would like to put it up in the um, studio. I'll
2: send you a £2 post-order. Yeah, £2 post-order, post yes. <laughs> 2 let's give him some credit. Have you got together. any national book tokens still? <laughs> <laughs> Disney's in for a bit of a big year next year. I mean, actual Disney, not Marvel, not Star Wars. Actual, actual Disney. So, coming up, we have Wreck-It Ralph which Breaks the Internet, which annoys me. because it's not... Ralph to Electric Boogaloo, which they should have called him. It.
1: Well, it's sort of an out of date reference at this point. So is breaking the internet. Yeah, that's what I meant, breaking yeah. the internet. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I was you meant the electric joke. Boogaloo <laughs> as <a> out of date <laughs> reference. Electric boogaloo will never be out of date uh, anyway. Dumbo. The Dumbo remake. looks amazing.
2: Remake with Mr. Tim Burton and also coming up is Christopher Robin, which is Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> with Teddy Bears. <laughs> And also coming up is the third film which I've complete fourth film which I've completely forgotten Guy what was the other Disney film coming out next year I've, look, I've got the returns. list
3: here I'm looking at what oh. Disney Studios Studios release schedule 2018 to 2019 do you want to do you want yeah. to hear this list shall, shall okay. we go for the give list it, give us the names
2: is it going to be one a month basically yeah
3: pretty much it starts with Inve- Avengers Infinity War which mm. is for now yep. Solo Incredibles 2 Ant-Man and the Wasp Christopher Robin Nutcracker and the Four Realms Wreck-it Ralph breaks the internet, Mary Poppins returns, Captain Marvel, Dumbo, Disney Penguins, which I assume is a documentary about penguins, which will be cute. Disney uh, Avengers, Avengers Two, Aladdin, Toy Story Four, The Lion King, Artemis Fowl, Frozen Two, and Star Wars Nine. We didn't mention how much the money are they going to make?
2: They want all the money. It's mm. going to be just them, Netflix and Amazon have all the money between them at this rate.
3: I mean, that is the most ridiculous schedule of studio films yeah. I think I've ever seen
2: well I think most of the Disney studio stuff is just live action remake of classics
3: yeah but that's because that's like they get the money from Star Wars and uh, Marvel. Marvel to mm. make these films so and those films make big banks so they've got the budgets to do it
2: well you've got Mary Poppins returns Emily Blunt I think is yeah you? Emily Blunt is, he's, he's Poppins
3: you yes. know what?
1: hopefully do as well <laughs> <laughs> but do you think it's going to bring
3: people to that is the involvement of Lin-Manuel Miranda from Hamilton yeah. so he's doing the music so they nailed the soundtrack the film nice. will be successful
2: true true I mean any particular highlight you've got from that list there guy
3: uh I obviously like the moment of 2019 is going to be the intro to the Lion King right in cinema yeah see that in live yeah. action form I think it's going to be
0: but it's not it's not live action this is this is the whole thing I've got with 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 these Is it's not these. it's not a, it's, it's motion capture it's CGI it's not live action it's not they've wrangled a bunch of lions to act <laughs> they, they've not employed an actual baboon to hold up a lion <laughs> cub <cubeline>. you <laughs> this is the kind of stuff they would have done in, in Disney in the 70s I remember watching a lot of kind of like this week on Disney that used to go out on BBC1 where they would just like poke mongooses with sticks to get them to attack rattlesnakes um, you know I mean totally ethically uh, wrong now yeah. Um, but yeah I, I, the remake stuff I don't
2: really get um, I mean if Lion King is one of the pinnacles of Disney old style animation do you really yeah. need much more do, do you need a live action version of Dis- I the mean, Lion the, King?
3: the way the Jungle Book was done I mean, you can you can see why they are not taken the gamble with it yeah because the Jungle Book was impressive
0: I think it's it's aiming for a different audience. I suppose that's the thing with these is that what I've got to do is not view them as um, replacing your, your jaded eyes, my, yeah. replacing the ones that I enjoyed when I was a kid. They're new ones for a new generation. So kids who maybe haven't seen the original Jungle Book or haven't seen the original kind of um, Lion King or whatever this will be their this will be their version. And fair dues, it's like you know they're decent enough stories. Decent, you know they're not meddling with it. They're not kind of making it. So that now Simba rides around on a skateboard and like high fives everybody. So and that would be great. It's solid. It's it's gonna it's gonna be a solid film. It's not Poochie the Dog from The Simpsons. Yeah. But
2: well, that brings me on to another thing as well. So if Disney Fox merger goes ahead now, they've pretty much got a film a month on that schedule as it is. So if they're inheriting all the Fox characters, what they're going to do because that just means they're going to be churning out film after film once every two or three weeks.
3: Well, there's a rumour that the Fox deal is being poached and being poached by Comcast. Disney might well just fork up the money, pay it out, gamble on it as much as they possibly can because they're going to make the bank again next year to cover cover whatever costs they, they blow on it. So, they might as well just take, take the hit.
2: I mean, I knew it was supposed to be investigated by the Monopolies Commission, wasn't it? Because it was going to yeah. be like... It's like the first and third biggest film studios merging together now.
0: Well, I mean, part but of that deal, Disney, Disney could just go, look, we'll give you what we were going to pay for the whole lot, just for the Marvel stuff, mm. and that's you, you can oh, have but, the rest. You can have the, oh, but take the, the rest Simpsons of it while
3: you're at it. Yeah, you go for their big, their biggest. Property. No, I
0: mean, the Sim- I mean the Simpsons really. That it's 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 never going to be what I think it was. The
2: Simpsons has passed its life, but right? they
3: might as well make a play for it, though. Yeah,
2: I mean they might just get it on a freebie. They wouldn't but get that. Are
0: they are they going to make more money from the Simpsons than well, they are? They have introducing the, the X Men m- into the Marvel. Say, they universe. have the
2: Simpsons movie, and I don't think even the Simpsons movie had the rate of return that they expected. Yeah.
0: I think it's audience burnout is the biggest problem with this. Is because going to the cinema is not cheap. No, it's not a cheap experience for a lot of people nowadays.
3: An and if card.
0: you've
2: got a pick, but even an unlimited card, you know that's expensive. If you're buying popcorn and drinks every time you're there, you, you're done.
3: I want you to just get to Poundland. You don't need to do that. You prepare.
0: But if you, if you've got four or five Marvel movies every year, and then you've got other franchises every year, the audience are just going to go right. I can't. I can't do this. I'm. I'm going to buy out. I'm going to check out a one. And I'll just go to the few well, that I am interested in. The,
2: the other big worry I have with Disney is everything's going to be fifteen or under. Fifteen will be the most they'll ever push a movie to nowadays, I think. So, what are they going to do with stuff like the Predator franchise and bits like that, where it, things are dark and gory?
0: And I'm not
3: bothered to make any more because nobody wants them. But, but you then ju-
0: you just do what they did with Touchstone. Um, Disney Disney have already ventured in the past into. More mature content when they had yeah. the, the Touchstone imprint. A lot of people don't remember that, but a lot of interesting films were put out through the Touchstone uh, brand, yeah. and that was Disney. With no mention of Disney, yeah, it was. Anyway. It was. Um, yeah. So they did some interesting stuff through that, and I think that's what they do again: buy the French, buy the franchises in, yep. and brand it out in a different way. They st- they don't brand out the Marvel movies as Disney. They don't brand out the Star Wars stuff as Disney. So I think it can still operate as under a- the umbrella of the corporate Disney. Yeah, but. Under separate under a separate banner. So okay. there would be a bunch of the predator would go out under you know they, they might even resurrect the touchstone name yeah. if they um, wanted to.
3: Probably best not to resurrect Miramax, is it? <laughs> um Wrapping it up I guess. Yeah. So wrapping this up then. Obviously we've seen a bit of Dumbo. That's yeah. their first big one for next year, which I thought it looked alright. Cute um, a cute elephant. I don't think elephant.
2: the Dumbo story needs people in it. That was my one thing about it. Um, I mean, the Dumbo story originally was pretty much people devoid. There was the bit with the clowns, really, and a little bit with the ringmaster. Didn't got, really need family-orientated people squeezed into a storyline, which worked that it did.
3: It's got Tony DeVito in it, I mean, that's... But anyway, yeah. so with like, the, I'll give the, give the film from next year again. So we'll sack off Mary Poppins, yeah. and we'll sack off Penguins, and we'll sack off Artemis Fowl for next year, because let's face it that ain't gonna, they ain't gonna be huge next year no one cares about that Mary
1: uh, Hoppins will be great hey, that's out
3: this year that's so we're sacking that off
0: yeah, I, I mean, I'm curious about The Artemis file because of, of reading the kids those, yeah. those books when they were younger so there's, there's a lot of interesting stuff that can be done with The Artemis file. so I'm curious about that
3: but if we take that out of the picture yeah. so if I give you the films again what or, can be the order of you think will be they will dominate the box office charts next year in terms of like which will be the biggest and which will take the least so Dumbo Captain Marvel, Avengers four, Aladdin, Toy Story four, The Lion King, Star Wars, and Frozen two.
2: Right, top three for me will be Avengers four, Toy Story, Star Wars nine. I think you're wrong.
0: I I, I definitely think Avengers uh, Avengers four, Avengers be 4 will be yeah
2: mm-hmm. outstanding. I But this, this is in
3: terms of money they're going to make Yeah I was
2: going to say I think Star Wars fatigue is settling in now So I think if Nine will still make a bank of money But it won't be as much as it could have been I think even
0: after the, the, the misstep of Olaf's little short I think Frozen 2 will do phenomenal business Oh uh, yeah because yeah. that's just yeah. going to sell costumes That'll just be kind lives. of crazy And although I'd like to see Captain Marvel do really well and, and the, you know the Marvel franchise retain it. I think it's a it's going to be a, a toss up between the Aladdin and the Lion King, which is going to be the, the ones in because they're the they're the ones that are going to be they're going to be the they're ones the, that like.
2: The, well, it's going to be for the parents reliving through their childhood. It's going it?
0: to be the, the the music will be there, the people will be singing the songs. So I think the power of a musical. I mean, considering how something like the the Greatest Showman has had legs. Yeah. And it's been a number one album and it's been a you know a, a film that stayed in the charts for a very long time. I think after Avengers, I think either Aladdin or The Lion King will be their next big movie of next year.
3: I'm going to I'm going to go with I'm going to go with The Lion King third. All right. It's going to be huge. Yeah. But I don't think it'll be as big as Avengers, which I'm going to put second. Ooh but I'm going to put Frozen number one there's, that is it's a bam off there's no way it's a gravy train movie isn't it, it? there's just no way kids will want to go back over and over and over they'll get the songs right they'll get the merchandise well, I don't, it I, I think be might be huge
2: beyond belief I think they've left it a little bit too long and I think the generation that grew up with Frozen are now getting a little bit too old for it <sighs> Well, I know, I know, I, I had,
0: but um, adults like
1: it. As I much. reckon, I reckon, Frozen will do bank. I don't reckon it will do as much as Avengers Four, though. I think Avengers Four, we could quite easily see.
2: It's going to be mm, the biggest maybe, blowout ever. Isn't it? I don't, I don't is, know if
1: it will do Avatar, but I can see it second highest all time, right there next to it. I um, think the fatigue will set... Him no. I,
0: I don't think the fatigue will, will affect this because this is the point where they're going to go this is the end of oh, this part of the Marvel yeah, phase story yeah three isn't it so much. it's a it's a punctuation mark on everything that's happened to this point and I think the curiosity of what's going to happen next and where the universe is going to go people are going to be want to want to be in on that and I think it's going to be it's a follow up to a film that impacted hugely on a lot of people yeah. everybody's curious we all know it. They're, they're going to write themselves out of a corner you know in a ridiculous way but the investment is there Marvel hasn't really had fatigue we've talked we took nineteen movies, yeah, and, and we're going to be at
2: twenty two, twenty three by the time we yeah, and
0: I, I don't two. think the fatigue set in, and I think because they've set it up as this end to end stories, yeah, people are going to be in; they're not going to miss those
1: it those who want to jump out. Will see this movie, then they will jump out afterwards. Yeah. They've cash out then. Okay, what about the flop out of those
3: films?
2: I'm going to say Aladdin. Nah, I'm thinking Aladdin's probably going to be a, a tough sell. I don't, I don't think the,
0: the problem you've got with you've this got is you've got no
2: Robin Williams the entire first Aladdin movie was sold on Robin Williams who are they going to have to replace him as the genie it ain't going to work everybody's going to remember the Robin Williams one
0: But it's, it's that it's another generation it's, I don't think the Robin Williams factor is going to impact that much on this
3: but who the way who, the viewers are going to come
2: to this that's what everybody's going to be expecting is the genie to be some outright super successful
3: but it's will smith so it's no no
0: comparison at all I, I don't i don't i i but i think in terms of flops they're not going to have any i don't think
3: but which is going to be the least successful
2: <sighs> a Jiggy genie
3: a I i've got a feeling
0: as, as bizarre as it might be, the Toy Story will probably be the one that comes out weakest I'm on that. I'm with you on that. Because totally with
3: you on it. It's, three it's, didn't it's, sell it's, as well as expected, did it? So. For Free was a beautiful ending. You don't, this this is an unnecessary film. Yeah, and I think Pixar have been... Although their films
0: like Coco was, was, was phenomenal, I think Pixar have just kind of dropped out of that. People have not got to that... Well, people aren't in John, that mindset of like, every Pixar movie well,
2: is a classic. John Lassen has left the studio now due to things that we won't really go on to on this show. So I think in Pixar's Day in the Sunshine might be starting to set a little bit.
3: I also think, and this is going to be controversial for a geek show, that Star Wars is going to be of a bit of a flop. I think, I think episode 8 was patchy. We all can admit that, I think. I think. Solo was good, but it was patchy. And I think people are going to go into this a bit dubious, especially since... I still think Spo- spoilers. By Han's dead, Luke's dead, and Carrie Fisher's dead. You know, we, we, there ain't a selling point. There ain't as much of a selling point here.
0: It, it, it's got the same selling point in the way of Avengers has got. Yeah, it's the it's the end of the saga. JJ Abrams is is back. He's gonna he's gonna switch out a lot of yeah. the stuff. We're gonna they can write anything into this. Snoke's, Snoke can be alive. Luke could come back as a force ghost. They they could go anywhere with this. And I think that people are going to put their trust in JJ Abraham to round this off and and undo what they thought was wrong about the other one. I think it'll be a big mistake. I think JJ should continue in the direction that that Ryan Johnson has pushed us and give us the story that carries on from that and not reverse it. But I don't think it will be a flop. I think people are going to want to see the end of that story and how it all finishes off.
3: Whatever happens next year, we'll probably have this discussion at the end of next year. Let's just face it, Disney's just going to be laughing, aren't
2: they? Yeah. Force Ghost, leave it there.
0: Yeah, we'll be broken, Disney will be rolling in
2: it. E3 was on a couple of weeks ago, so we're going to do our trailer talk, but games review edition. Uh, so we picked out some of the highlights shown from the many, many, many hundreds of games that seem to be released at E3 every year. First one to pick up, Marvel Spider-Man. Callan, you're a huge Spider-Man fan.
1: I am, and I'm very excited for this game. I think Spider-Man has some of the best superhero games, and it's just... Yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: Spider-Man 2 is held up as one of the classic examples of how to do a franchise well, and this seems to be in a similar kind of feel to it. Yeah. I mean, we're getting more of a Tom holland Spider-Man in this, I think.
1: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm... Who's Do we know who the voice for not Spider-Man sure is? not sure at the moment. I'm not... As keen on him from what I've heard, but um, we see in the trailer we see the Spidey sense yeah. is becoming a thing in the games, which I don't remember seeing in any of the previous games.
2: No, it's basically this is your warning that somebody's going to hit you. Basically, I think that's quite a nice way of doing it. <laughs> Keith, you're annoyed because it's Sony, so it's PlayStation Yeah, games.
0: I mean, I'm a big fan of the Spider-Man Two game. Mm-hmm. Um, played it a lot on uh, GameCube, and it was a it was a really good game. And this this looks pretty good. I mean, I've kind of liked some of the kind of previous. Uh, multi-console ones, Spider-Man Noir was quite good, and Shattered, um, yeah. shat- the Shattered one that was yeah. that, that was pretty good, um, mm. but it's a Sony exclusive, so it's pushing people to buy their console, which is mm. it was a bit of a shame. But yeah, um, you know, looks nice. I'm not going to play it. Yeah, so
2: it'll sell games, I think. Yeah. It'll sell consoles. Mm. Uh, next one along, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh. So basically, Assassin's Creed Greek Edition. So we've moved on here to the Grecian Wars rather than uh, Ancient Egypt, which we were there before. <sighs> I'm pretty much done with the Assassin's it Creed franchise. It doesn't
1: feel... Like, watching the trailer, it didn't feel to me like an Assassin's Creed game. It didn't no. feel like...
2: It was all quick-timey events, lots of stabbing, lots of war, no real... No real artist. I mean, the whole point of the original Assassin's Creed games was they made you feel like an Assassin. You were creeping around, you like free roaming up walls and jumping around. I mean, I quite like Syndicate with having it set in Victorian London. That was quite a nice feel to it. Yeah. This, you set in ancient Greece, so everything's going to be about two foot tall or little, tiny, little villages and towns, you're not really going to be climbing up anything except probably the Acropolis They
0: have big statues, the Greeks were big on their big statues, but uh-huh. I, I go against this, because I've not really been that bothered before of any of the other previous Assassin's Creed games, and then yeah. they, they've, they've wheeled me in with this, I quite like the Greek setting, because it reminds me a lot of the kind of Ray Harryhausen well, it seems the to be Sparta
2: kind of setting was the yeah. way that the trailers led you to start off with. It's very much 300 kind of feel yeah. to the The lady end. Yeah.
0: hero was cool. I liked her a lot. Yeah. Also, contextual conversations and RPG elements. Yes. I was kind of like, oh, okay, I'm quite interested in this now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm now, I've been fairly ambivalent of falling out of tall buildings into bales of hay. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of like, oh, this looks quite interesting.
2: And it just doesn't feel like an assassin game. And they could have done this without having to slap Assassin's Creed over the top of it. I think.
0: But nice for them to be trying to do yeah. something different and not just churn out the same game yeah, like it could they've have been, been doing FIFA for twenty thousand years Doom or something like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game along, Fallout seventy
0: six. I, I like the fact that they called it Fallout seventy six because this just seems like it's the Fallout the version of this game. <laughs> um <laughs> Nice enough. It Looks, looks good.
2: What it's Fallout in it? The trailer didn't really tell us anything.
1: No. Yeah. I think a lot of Fallout. Uh, I think like Fallout games just rely on the story, and so like we know that the fa- we know the fighting's going to be good. We know what we get. We know what we're getting into. It's just sort of like we want to know the story, and that's what will make or break the game. Because I mean, that's for me what makes Fallout Four is just yeah. that story from start to finish. Just.
2: Yeah, I mean Bethesda known for massive games with lots of bugs in, so we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, next one along, Kingdom Hearts Three. So this is a long return to the franchise, I think, because they had two point five, two point six, two point seven billion, two point eight mobile, and, and it's going to be on Xbox, and it's finally back. So this seems, I mean, the trailer that was shown was parts of the Caribbean with Mickey and Donald squeezed in.
0: But this is this is Kingdom Heart games for you. This is the the, the Square Enix um, kind of Final Fantasy with Disney mixed in. Yeah, uh, I've quite like I've quite liked playing some of the previous games when I've had a uh, PlayStation is console.
2: PS Two was the last. Yeah, I think i played PS Three, the last one came out. Yeah,
0: I, can re- I remember playing one on a Nintendo DS or Game Boy at some point. But uh-huh. I like it's going to be on Xbox, so I kind of quite like. It. I'm never going to finish it because it's going to take me five hundred years. <laughs> Um, but that, I like the That is the one problem it. with
2: RPG games—they go on forever. Yeah, no but ideas. I
0: kind of, I kind of like the Disney mix in, and they're going to, you know, there's there's Frozen characters in there, there's other bits and pieces. I hope they kind of do the kind of um, Nightmare Before Christmas characters again, yeah. and stuff. You know, I just—it's well, kind of cool.
2: It seems to be Pirates of Caribbean, so they're picking off the modern Disney stuff. So it'd be interesting to see if they put any Marvel into this.
0: No, because that's not proper. That's not Kingdom kind of Arts. Disney Disney really. Yeah, we'll see what happens.
1: Isn't Star Wars in it?
2: Yes, I think Star Wars has been included. Oh, so per-
1: perhaps then we could see some Marvel cameos. Yeah, because I well, mean, it's.
2: Does Disney know how to milk the cash cow? Don't they? So they've got two of the biggest franchises in the world. So. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's got it's, it's it's winning me over a little bit after yeah. the demise of uh, Disney Infinity, yeah. which I kind of liked because of all the cool characters and stuff. But yeah, it's it's in, it's Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, Resident Evil Two remake.
2: Update. Polished edition, whatever they want to call it.
0: What a Resident Evil remake! Resident that's Evil new. Two remake. That's new. I've, they've never, they've never done that before.
2: Uh, call me when you get to number four. Is my opinion <laughs> on this one because four is still one of the greatest games of all time. Um, two was alright. I don't think it's amazing, but I like yeah. the game mechanic that you had to play through
0: with one character and then play again from another character's perspective. Yeah, and, and the two stories crossed over. Yeah, that was well, quite cool. nice.
2: Yeah. Uh, Anthem. It's coming from Bioware. They annoyed me so much with not even bothering to give any of the DLC for um, Mass Effect Andromeda. So I'm done with them.
0: Well mean, it's, it's their uh, attempt. It's a Destiny killer. Yeah, um,
2: it looks alright. It kind of,
0: it kind of interesting. But it, my problem with a lot of these games is I've just not got. The, I've not got the time no. to invest in them.
2: No, next one along Metro Exodus. So this is the third one in the Metro franchise. So you've had Metro twenty thirty three, Metro Last Light, and now this one. So this is a train journey across Russia. So you're getting out the tunnels a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, the fact you've gone from Metro to train
0: journey. All I'm thinking is like this is this is coming from Snow Hill to well, Stevenson Street. <laughs>
2: well, if you read the original books by Dmitry Glukhovsky, if I get his name right there, they're all based in the Russian Metro underground system. So it's basically
3: like... Sounds a bit repetitive. Sounds
2: like... It's basically end of the world. Society's collapsed. Everybody's now living in the tunnels. So like the metro down Corporation Street. Yeah, stuff happens. It's all freaky and weird outside because of all the Russian radiation. And then this is them trying to escape to a better land. So mm, it's quite interesting. Gears of War 5.
1: Ugh. It's just Gears of War. Except you can play as a woman this time, which is good.
2: That was about it from me. Um... Jedi Fallen Order which basically was a sound bite <laughs> from somebody which wasn't even a proper release it's just yeah we're doing a Jedi game from EA Woo! that was about it uh, Doom Eternal
1: Yeah, it, <sighs> it's Doom so it'll be fantastic yeah, that's I, all I'm gonna say
2: I do like a bit of Doom yeah basically Tremendous the, the premise for Doom which I've been told by other games is other games is you're stuck in a room full of demons in Doom demons are stuck in a room with you it's basically just a full-on crazy shooter, and this one looks to be more based in hell, so it should be quite interesting. Uh, all what those. The, what yeah. was the
1: last one based? Because wasn't that based in hell Mars? Well? It's oh. Mars,
2: then hell, then Mars again. Ah, oh. yeah. But um, <laughs> next one, this is one I'm really excited for: Cyberpunk 2077. So this is from the people who make Witcher, so oh, the Witcher series, CD Projekt Red. So, and they also think they own good old games as well. But this is cyber RPG basically
1: well it just looks like Saints Row but in the future which is a rip off of GTA don't you know yes but I didn't want to say GTA I wanted to sound sort of hipster (laughs) in that I knew a game that wasn't GTA
2: (laughs) but uh, this looks really compelling to me I I love that cyberpunk sci-fi kind of thing I wasn't a massive fan of the Deus Ex Human Revolution stuff this looks a lot more my kind of thing it's feeling very Ghost in the Shell vibes from it I really enjoyed it uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two, Keith, you've been one round with this trailer.
0: Yeah. I wasn't I was a big fan of the original game, loved that game, played it more than once uh, through. Wasn't particularly sold on the announcement trailer that they did the trial back yeah. I think last year. Oh with um, the cheeky monkey. Yeah. But this time they've kind of doubled down on it and it actually won me over and I was very intrigued and kind of thinking yes I'm kind of interested now in playing this game through
2: I was going to say no spoilers but the surprise at the end of that trailer was quite a bit of a sucker punch to the stomach I,
0: I did exclaim out loud of what the some uh, yeah. expletive? What's it? I, I was actually just yeah. quite shocked. I was I watched it and went, "No, no
2: way!" Because the first game was a bit of a sleep hit It was one of the game that was critically acclaimed, but it didn't really sell too well at retail. I don't think. I think I remember getting copies with crisps at one point. They were giving away that much. <laughs> it was like anything to give this game away.
0: Well, I think I played it on uh, would I have played it on the GameCube? I, I think I've think. played it on Xbox I did. Yeah. So it was like I mean when I was playing GameCube you were a bit short of of really good titles to yeah. kind of play. So I kind of um I quite enjoyed it. It was re- it was really good the characters and the story were really cool. Um but yeah, this trailer won me over and I am totally down on doing stuff with it and also the announcement they did um with Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. and the hit record yeah. and the idea of being able to contribute to the world, so you could create stuff with other collaborators to do background graphics and music and sounds and all the rest of it. Well, that, so, that's um, just
2: saving on the wage bill, isn't it? <laughs> well, I,
0: I I really like the idea of it. Like you can be part of the world. Yeah, I kind of quite liked that whole sense of like this is a big community game. Mm. Which kind of buys into the you know, buys into the kind of whole thing of like and the I, fan base of yeah. that particular
2: game. I kind of really like the idea that we we can well, contribute to it. Sometimes fans of a game are a good positive message, and sometimes they're not. So, but uh, next game along, talking about fan bases, Halo Infinite. So this is basically Halo Five, Halo Six, Halo Six, Halo Six.
1: Yeah, I stopped having interest after Halo Reach
2: Reach was pretty much the last one for me Bungie's si- sign off should have yeah. been really a sign off to the series in my eyes I, mean, yeah, I was not a huge fan of Halo 4 at all not even played Halo 5 because that annoyed me with all these trailers that it was basically like they're setting <laughs> Master Chief up to be the bad guy Yeah, and then it turns out oh it's just Master Chief being Master Chief and it was kind of like yeah. Yeah. I've not,
0: I didn't I didn't play that one at all no um, but it depends what this one is is it a prequel is it set after the events of five, it's all a bit. It wasn't yeah. There wasn't an awful lot given away. There nah. was a, you know, you just
2: got a shot with Master Chief with his helmet on. Yeah,
0: some, yeah. well, it wasn't even on, was no, it? He was, was just, just holding, holding it next to his. Um, what's it? But
2: it was a, not, a nice bit of world building. I'll, I'll I'll reserve judgment on that one for now. But they're going to have to do a lot to win me back. Um, two more games. to Three more games to go through. Elder Scrolls 6 has been announced. There was nothing except a bit of an island shown, So, but I think a lot of Bethesda fans have been waiting a long time for that. I
1: can't wait for that. After, That's going to be great.
2: After Skyrim Smartwatch Edition comes out, I assume, first. Uh, next two games, Penult One from us is Death Stranding. So this is Hideo Kojima's return post Konami. Got Norman Reedus, Leah Sadu doing voices, Mads Mickelson's in there, and what's face six million dollar woman can't remember <laughs> name it's gone out of my head bionic woman
0: bionic woman which one
2: the first oh. one the original Lindsay Wackert Lindsay Wackert I was thinking yes. you were
0: talking about that woman that was in EastEnders once <laughs>
2: What Pat Butcher? It.
0: No, the Michelle Mich- Ryan. Mich- Michelle Ryan was um the John Bunny woman for Shadden a while. One
2: episode yeah, that yeah. released, and then well, nothing
0: else. What's it? Guillermo del Toro was in. Um, yeah, in one of the trailers. It's like no, it's a Sony exclusive. Yeah, it's like if there was if there was one game that was going to make me buy a cheap ass um, PlayStation Four <laughs> from the, one of the knockoff shops that sell mobile phones down the high street, uh, this would be it. Because I just
2: kind of want to play it that It does game. look beautiful. It's um, I'm assuming it's going to be usual Hideo Kojima it's timeline. I'll be messed up within three, thirty seconds of inserting the disc into the game. Yeah. And it's going to be a massive backstory that you have to read to understand what's going on. But it looks really cool. I mean, uh, the the graphics look amazing in this. Yeah, yeah I'm, a be, I'm a big fan of the um, uh, Metal Gear yeah. games
0: and the um, Zone of Enders games as well. Yeah, the kind of ones that people didn't really do much. But at least, yeah, it looks amazing.
2: Last game for us to cover off control now this was a bit of a one from nowhere I really really enjoyed the look of this one I mean Guy Mm. and Callan you enjoyed the look of this one as well
3: it got boring after about a minute I don't know I reckon this is going to be fun it's a
2: novel concept it looks like you've got a lot of gravity based powers in this basically it's like picking up stuff picking up people throwing them across the room so it's basically like this time travelling super agent who has to fight something called the Hiss so they're really running out of bad guy names in the video game industry at the minute. But it looks quite cool. I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, what was your favourite out uh, of all well, the trailers we popped in?
0: Of the ones that you've mentioned that we've covered, yeah. Beyond Good and Evil, without a doubt, is the one that mm-hmm. was for me. But I will I will give a quick shout out to a game that I did like the look of called Tunic. Uh, awesome. That was announced. That looked really cool, kind of isometric Zelda-ish thing with a fox. Yeah. It looks awesome. I kind of fancy that. which game are you looking
3: Uh, most forward? They all look pretty poor, to be honest with you. Looks like it's a real bad year for games.
2: Callan, which one are you looking most forward to?
1: I'm most looking forward to either Control or Cyberpunk 2077.
2: I think Cyberpunk 2077 is where my heart lies it's so Ghost in the Shell inspired and that kind of vibe a little bit of synthwave, retrowave, drive kind of feel thrown into it I'm, I think it's going to be a game that's going to be an insta buy for me but one of the games which we did mention which looks amazing as well is the new Super Smash Bros. game which has got every <laughs> single character ever from any of the Smash Brothers games in it so that looks pretty cool uh, It's rubbish been a while since we've done one of these. We're gonna rattle through them quite quickly because they're all annoyed this week. Guy, starts off. The
3: chav limp.
2: The chav limp. The chav what?
3: limp. You must have all seen this, so you get you get you, let's face it, I'm being classist, you get a chav walking along the rudder. <laughs> they're walking along, you know. But they're just they're 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 putting on a a bit of a limp like that, like a, a fake limp, an unnecessary fake limp, like they think it's gangster to walk with a limp it's kind of like, that ain't gangster that's really bad, and also you're probably going to give yourself a permanent limp by doing it, I don't get it
1: are you sure these are people that are doing this intentionally and you aren't yeah, just picking on... Yeah, it's a thing because they walk like, like
3: with a slight like, body angle thing like that like, and they're grabbing the trousers slightly like... Do you it, know what I mean?
0: It's because it, the trousers are about to fall down. Is it
2: the <laughs> ill-fitting trousers thing that seems to be a trend nowadays where yeah. you belt them up halfway down your uh, thighs?
0: Uh, as an aside to this, when I was walking back from one of our recordings recently, I was walking down Ball Street and there was a geezer waiting for the buses <laughs> whose trousers... Only came up underneath his unmentionables, not any higher they they looked like they were trousers for a seven year old that this grown man had put on <laughs> and i couldn 't understand it it 's like what is I couldn't, you know I know the low slung jeans, and people like to show off their um unmentionable crevasses yes. Um, but this was just bizarre but also I he not just got off the bus because often I do put on a fake limp if I got off the bus and stumble yeah. uh, accidentally because I miss the curb and I'll make it look oh I've got a dodgy leg and that's why I didn't get off the bus ad- adequately
3: so yeah the chav <laughs> it sounds like something that
0: should be in the Commonwealth Games next, next time around um, I'm going to pick a nice easy one just because it's prevalent to me at the moment is non-global release dates um, uh, I don't see Thanksgiving. why, if 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 in the in the in the world of the internet and everything being boosted off the internet and the, you know post Napster and all the rest of it, why a film isn't released globally at exactly the same time? Are you referring
3: yeah. to Ant Man and the Wasp? Ant- it? Yeah, it's was annoying
0: <laughs> me that Ant Man and the Wasp is is being ball, delayed ball, ball, for 40, ages 40, 40. Be- because they assume that all of us are going to go see the football. And it's like, well, surely, well, surely have they would
2: capitalize on this audience for people who are non-football fans who are usually somewhat into sci-fi fantasy yeah superhero but movies. i think
0: the whole thing it's become a it's become a, a slanging match now between it's it's wh- whoever gets the thing first goes on the internet with the intention of spoiling it for as many people as possible haha yeah. <laughs> uh, we got it a week earlier than you this is what happened or whatever yeah. it is and it's kind of like well you know, I, I like I like the way TV are doing it at the moment. It's not so like they, you're shipping, the Americans get it on a yeah. Sunday, we get it on Monday or whatever it is. Yeah. And I think a one day difference is
2: fine. So just just do it globally.
0: So yeah. Do it with music. Do it with TVs. Do it with your digital not, releases. I was
2: going to say it's not like shipping videotapes across the Atlantic. Yeah. Anymore. There's no Google physical stuff
0: to it anymore. I, I wish we could just get past that idea of. Um, staggered releases and all the rest. Of it. If you've got to redub or add subtitles, or there's some technical reason for it, then fair enough. Then but cool. But if not, if it's if it's English language or whatever it is, just
2: just bin it everywhere. Through. Just just do it. Putting your hazards on. Putting your hazards on. This what? Is as in it, not th- doing th- it? That, or? This has infuriated me to no end this week. I've seen so many examples of people pulling up to the side of the road popping their hazard lights on and then going for a jolly into the shop or going to the cash point or just <sighs> abandoning their car in the middle of a high I was on Harborne High Street some taxi driver pulls up outside Home Bargains which is opposite a T-junction by the way pulled up to the T-junction popped the hazards on three buses were trying to overtake this taxi from where it had put down which is a single lane road with the T-junction and this guy just decided to pop his hazards on waiting for some old deer to get a cans of soup and multi-pack of toilet roll out the shop into the back of the taxi. It's kind of like car parks across the road, mate. Pull up there. Car park. Stop <laughs> putting your hazards on and thinking it's something that is... As soon as you put your hazard lights on, that's it, you're absolved of all crime. <laughs> and that like Oh, put me hazards on now, so I'm free to drive and do what I want and spend three hours getting my uh, organic peace milk from the uh, local haberdashery or wherever you go to get your milk park properly park properly
3: I get a bit annoyed because you had to drive this week
2: no it's just I, was even, I wasn't even driving I was just infuriated by this idiot who thought putting his hazards on mean that you are now legally allowed to do what you want like it's some kind of special absolving thing of I'll <laughs> oh, put me hazards on so people are aware that I'm part like an idiot
0: you're only adding to the fact that I am never ever going to pass my driving test Mostly because I'm just going to spend my time driving around in the thing going, he ain't doing what you've told me. Mm-hmm. He ain't doing what you've told me. No. I, and I, thing, I don't drive and I, you
2: the win. Thing, the thing you learn with most instructors, and they will actually tell you this is nine times out of ten, is passing your driving test doesn't actually equate to real world driving in any way, shape or form. It's just to make sure you can operate a vehicle. It doesn't, it doesn't ever clear you up for how actually driving works. <laughs> it's very odd the way that driving test works hello
1: you speaking of that you've remind, you've reminded me of people that don't like to use indicators because I've only started noticing this. Cause I don't
3: cycle problems.
1: Well, I don't. I don't. I obviously don't drive, and so I don't see this much from other drivers. But I was going along the other day, and I decided to play a game of spotting the amount of people that don't use their indicators when changing lanes. Maybe you should concentrate on the road safety, because you know you're prone to falling off a bike. I was in the passenger seat. I was being driven. It was <laughs> right, like. Okay.
2: I was
0: being driven. I think the indicator thing, though, <laughs> yeah. is car manufacturers have cottoned on to the fact that people don't use them and so have gone well we don't need to really put that bit on the end of the car because as a pedestrian i want to smash a few cars in the side because you cannot see from the pedestrian side if a car's turning left or right yeah you can't see it there's some Audi, uh, audi's i must admit i've now started doing ones with an led that goes around the side of the car and you can quite clearly see it's turning but they're, they're tiny, they're the wrong shape, but nobody uses them. Yeah, It's one... weird that
1: Audis are doing it, because it's Audi drivers that don't use their indicators. There's only
2: one thing more infuriating that people don't use their indicators. It's people who indicate after they've already started to turn. <laughs> or after they've completely turned. Yes. Yeah. It's like, well, what was the point of that? you already moved into your destination of Zoom. I can yes. already
1: see where you're moving. Yes. Yeah.
2: That's why we're angry this week. To recap, Keith... Uh, non-global release dates Guy Chavlim Callum. Indicators and me using your indicators too much i.e. putting your hazards on to absolve you of all crimes apparently <laughs> thank you for joining us on the Geek of podcast this week don't forget you can find myself Mr. Ryan Parish, online on social medias on Twitter at Ryan Parish. I was smart enough to get my Twitter in early. You can find Keith Bloomfield at hardlook underscore hotel. You can find Guy Halford at Guy underscore Halford. You can find Philip Ellis at Philip underscore Ellis. And you can find Callan Danes at... Daines
1: D-A-Y-N-E-S. Radio. Oh, I did it wrong. We need oh, we need um, Phil here to do it for me.
2: Danes Radio. Yes. And don't forget to check out the cheeky the geeky the geeky the, the geeky? geeky the geeky the, the geeky <laughs> geeky brimmy social media channel so we're on twitter facebook instagram where you find your social media usually at geeky so at g-w-e-k-y b-r-u m-m-i-e did you forget
1: how to spell it again no
2: <laughs> just making sure that people knew how to spell it and don't forget to check out the youtube channel as well we're sending some great stuff up there including our little drones video, so don't forget to check that out but for now, goodbye, and we'll see you soon.
0: Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. If you enjoy what we do, then please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash